What is up, guys? And welcome back to Bachelor Pad Podcast, a podcast where two bachelors who had never really watched ABC's The Bachelor before sit down to review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with my best friend, Scott. Hey, what's up, all you geckos out there? Welcome back to another episode. And I do have to mention, that was the first time I think you've ever used the past tense of had. I, You know, it's written as had. Oh. And it's funny because... This is one of the first times that I didn't read it. Like that was just from memory. Mm -hmm. And so I was able, but every time I go back and listen to the podcast, I'm like, cause I I think I've done it a few times, but most of the time I, I accidentally read have, have, uh, and that's not what's cause normally when I hear you say it, I think, Oh, but we've watched it now. We should change that to had. Uh, Yeah. I feel like after this season, we should probably like change our change it to had or, or no, it was always had. I oh. just miss, I misread it every time we could, we could change the name of our followers to Hatties <laughs> <laughs> haddock like the fish. Yes. Yep. <laughs> how, uh, how you been since last week? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm wiped, man. Uh, you got a, a three day weekend though. I did. Got president's day off. I did. Uh, it was uh, it was great, and we, it was Valentine's Day weekend, so I took my girlfriend out to Palm Springs to a lovely, lovely restaurant uh, called Tequila, and it was very good. Uh, it's uh, like gourmet, like high high end Mexican food. Um, the uh, person who like made the menu was from Jalisco, and so it's all like really good traditional Mexican food. It was amazing. I would recommend it to any of you guys out there. Yeah, and uh, it also has the benefit of being my parents' restaurant. Oh, yeah, and and that's our ad copy. And that's our ad copy. Uh, Thanks, Taquila, for the sponsorship. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, uh, definitely go check it out. It's in Palm Springs. Really great food. It was actually kind of cool. Southwest Airlines uh, released their new in-flight video. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was all about Palm Springs. It was trying to get people to go to Palm Springs. Mm. And so they featured like four hotels, four different like activities to do and four different restaurants. And two of the four were farm and taquila, my family's mm-hmm. restaurants. That's awesome. So that was pretty cool. Like, and we didn't pay for that. Like they, that was just the restaurants they chose to feature. I, uh, I, I, realized I still had the open table app on my phone. Oh, nice. And so I actually went in there and I booked a, a reservation uh, for uh, me and Carla's one year at farm. Nice. I was like, okay, it's going to be far enough out that I can get a, a normal time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah Cause uh, you and Carla wanted to go there for Valentine's day, but yeah. couldn't get in early enough. Yeah, so we went to tequila. We had to like take a huge step down and go. To tequila. <laughs> no, but it was really cool. We bumped into your parents when we were there and got to chat with them a little bit. So it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a three day weekend. Uh, I had a one day weekend. So I like that sounds nice in a sense, like gifted you one of my yeah, days off we did tradesies. Yeah. So you're going to tag back at some point, right? I still get paid for that one day that I gave you. Though, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. No, I gave you. I know. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for it. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I've been I've been working a lot. Uh, we uh, I, I run a, a video studio uh, for. Uh, our church and uh, we did some renovations. And so I had to kind of scramble 
uh, through the weekend to kind of get everything ready for us to um, start operations back up in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a lot of cleaning, a lot of, you know, just a, a lot of prep stuff. Uh, and like through all the construction, everything got really messed dusty. up and dirty yeah. and dusty. And so, yeah, I, I put on my, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire outfit today and, uh, you were dancing around as you were cleaning. Yeah. With the broom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to, I don't remember what song, uh, Aerosmith dude looks like a lady. That's what dude it is. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> bow, bow. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> For all of you 90s geckos out there, 90s kids, yeah. you'll appreciate that it one. It was a drive-by fruiting, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, this week was crazy. It's cutting season. It is cutting season. <laughs> like, we had bulking season a while week back when we added. Bulking. Oh, yeah. When we week added one five through, women. like, week three or four was bulking season. Yeah. And now it's definitely cutting season. Uh, we dropped half of our cast yeah we started at 10 and we ended at five or four no six oh yeah at four yeah Yeah. we thought it was going to be five because we thought the rose ceremony was going to get pushed to the beginning of next week yeah but they did it they just (laughs) went right through (laughs) it at the end yeah so we started the episode at 10 and ended with our our final four that's crazy it's insane that's a lot of that they dropped like flies so let's talk about some of these yeah i don't remember uh what our predictions were originally for the final four. I think we were batting 500 because we had, uh, I think we had Abigail in there. Yeah, but we had Rachel and we had, uh, Brie. Oh, we might've been at seven fifty Cause I think we also early on, maybe not the first night we had, um, Serena P Serena. We had in the five spot. I know, but I yeah. think the second week we might have bumped her up. We might have bumped her up because she ended up getting two one-on-ones. I think we bumped her in the top four when she had her first one-on-one. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we're batting like 500, maybe 750 at this point. Yeah. Who who was your biggest uh, like sad bummer that they, they left? Tonight? Today? Yeah, tonight. Uh, I get, uh, Abigail. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. that one's sort of easy for me. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I'm I'm still mourning Katie. Yeah, from last from week. last week. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, tonight. So tonight we had uh, Abigail left, or or was, was walked out. Was let go. Was let go. There wasn't enough work. <laughs> I love we we laughed about it a ton, but I love when he he like she says uh, something to the effect of when I see my future family. And like my kids and everything like that, I'm I'm actually picturing you in that, and mm-hmm. that's crazy. But like, I'm falling in love with you. And then he said, "I'm sorry, I'm my heart's going in another way." And he walked her out to the car, and he said, "I wish we had more time." <laughs> it's like, wait, just don't send her home. That that's fully within your power, Matt. You can get more time. <laughs> as a matter of fact you could have all the time in the world you just keep progressing her and then eventually propose yeah and then and then marry and then have kids and you know eventually you'll know if you like her or not (laughs) (laughs) so he uh lets her go uh and that was really rough on me but then kit volunteering to leave piper uh not getting the rose uh and then in the 
a, a rose ceremony at the very beginning. Um, you know, Serena C, I wasn't sad to see go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. You, you like Chelsea though, right? I did like Chelsea, and I thought that he had a real connection with her, and it seemed like she thought she had a real connection with him. Yeah, but I was texting a buddy uh, in the middle of the episode, and he said, "Dude, I feel like I have no idea what's going on in Matt's head at any given point," and mm-hmm. it's like clearly. None of these women do because a lot of them yeah. really think they have connections with him. Totally. After he eliminated Abigail too, it was, it was funny. He comes back to all the girls and he sits down and he goes, well, I eliminated Abigail and you know, like, I think we just need to keep rolling with these hard conversations. So, uh, uh, I think he took Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. He took her. He's like, so Rachel, you want to go uh, talk? And she was like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like he's like he's in the mode of like oh man that wasn't so bad let's do another one Mm -hmm. but she ended up uh she she got got the group rose yeah and she got the group rose and then she got a a special uh like little dance number with mr uh singer that i don't know aloe black aloe black yeah i've never heard of him before this episode of the bachelor two c's Oh, it's B-L-A-C-C? Yeah. Like thick with two C's? <laughs> like thick with two C's, but black with two C's. Got it. Which I guess is like thick with two C's is like, oh, extra thick. I don't know if that, I don't know if he chose that name or he was born with that name. Like if it's a stage name or if it's like his God-given name. His Christian his name. Christian his name. Christian name is <laughs> Aloe Black. Uh, I have no idea and I'm not interested in looking it up. I, I I thought he was a good singer though. He reminded me a lot of John uh, John Legend. Yeah, I thought I thought it was fine. I've never seen anyone on uh, the Bachelor yet the, the, where I've been like, oh, that was not good. Right, sure. But I've never really seen any big names. No, I I feel like it's happened before. Like I feel like I knew one of the bands in maybe Peter's season. Oh, okay. Like I was like, oh, I know them, but like it wasn't like a grammy winner got it type yeah i mean i don't i'm not super into music so i never really like get into like any of the like lesser known of any categories i would say i know all the the high profile people in most genres sure but i don't know any of the lessers so and there's no taylor swift's going to on to sing no no so you basically just know america's top 40 yeah type yeah billboard Billboard chart toppers. That's and then I know I know a little bit more in the the few areas that I'm more interested in. Like I probably know more country. I probably know a little bit more um, like alt rock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of like some of the the folk folky bands too. <laughs> like you know Mumford and Sons. Like Mumford. Yeah. Like one of those really small. <laughs> like Mumford and Sons. Very niche. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of them. They have a couple of good songs. <laughs> Oh man. No, I think that this is like a platform that they use. Like it's a, it's a way to launch yourself as an Mm -hmm. artist as if you can get on the bachelor We're and maybe I wasn't paying attention to this. Did they use any of the people from, and maybe this was who this guy was from, from their like singing competition. Listen to your heart. Uh, yeah. Was it listen to your heart? Yeah. I think it was listen to your heart. Probably listen to your heart. Yeah. Uh, they did, uh, in the very beginning of Claire's season. Oh, okay. But they called it out. They said, you know, from our show, listen to your heart. Got it. Here's so-and-so. 
but they haven't said that for any of the other ones. So I assume that they're not mm-hmm. from that. Uh, I have a feeling that show's not coming back. I feel like it, it probably I doubt didn't it do did well. well. I doubt it did well. Um, I wonder how overall, how the bachelor did over 2020 and now going into 2021. Yeah. I have no idea. We did. We, uh, probably could very easily look up Nielsen ratings, but, uh, I would guess they did better. You think that they grew in audience over 2020? I think they did because of how terrible it was. Like it just Uh, gained more like of that attraction that it was like, my life sucks. Like, but Hey, doing anything else. I'm not doing anything. I can kind of emotionally afford to start watching this other new show. We do know, like, not just us, but we know several people that just started watching The Bachelor recently mm-hmm. or restarted watching recently. Yeah, well, a lot of the people we know always mentioned us because a lot of them started rewatching it right around when we started this podcast. And right. so they're like, oh, you guys have a podcast. I just started rewatching right. it. Right, right. So. Yeah, it's possible that it picked back up and, and is is doing well. Um but yeah, I'd I'd be interested to see. We should uh we should follow up on this for maybe, next week. Maybe that's something we could just task to Francis. Francis, <laughs> if you're listening and you feel like looking up Nielsen ratings for The Bachelor, we are very interested to know. Uh so, you know, special episode of Fact Checks with Francis. Totally. Yeah, if that if that comes in and know that there's no hard feelings if you don't. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not expecting you to at all. We're we're just trying to give you a little segment if, if, if you want it. <laughs> oh man. But let's talk about how brutal though that was that he just had these like he starts off that group date with like we're gonna have hard conversations tonight. Mm-hmm. And several of these women meet him there one of which like brie says i quit my job yep for this like yeah she she apparently quit her job i i I didn't hear exactly what the reason was behind it or if it was like one of her managers like told her she needed to quit or something yeah it was a time thing so she knew when she left that she would have x amount of time to do the show and if she stayed longer she would be forced to resign got it and, and so because she kept moving on, she yeah. essentially quit. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And so, uh, and it seems like, I think her title was like a communication strategist. So it's like a career level position. Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, n- I don't mean any offense by this, but it's not like she was working in retail. It's not like she was a socialite or something. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> a socialite slash lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she did not live up to that slip of the tongue. <laughs> but yeah, how savage was it that these women did open up and then he comes back, gives the rose to, to Rachel, Rachel. Yeah. and then just says, well, I have something special planned for me and Rachel, so deuces. And like yeah. just... And they sing that song. <laughs> and it was kind of like a saddie, a sad song. <laughs> yeah. And it like cuts back to all the girls and they're all crying. <laughs> they're all still sitting on their spot on the couch. Like none of them were like is he coming back or like what's happening? They're all just sitting on the couch. They're not talking, sobbing. They're just individually mourning together. Like, Oh, our, I, our date's over. I think it was a little bit more than all. <laughs> I, I think it was some of the women described it as Brie described it as having her, uh, she feel, she felt like she could claw out her stomach 
Yeah. And uh, someone else said that felt like their soul was being ripped out. Like, well, and ultimately, that's what led Kit to quitting. Yeah. Because she thought their conversation went really well. And then this thing happened. And then the next thing we see is her going to Matt's door saying, hey, actually. Yeah. And it was so funny. Uh, I want to I circle back to talk about him and Kit's conversation because I cracked up. But it was so funny when she, like you know, comes and says like, can we talk? And she starts the conversation and he's like laughing and smiling <laughs> yeah, and feeling he, it. He couldn't, he did not read the conversation <laughs> at all. He's like shaking his head, smiling. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't like you really. And he's like, I like you too. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't think you, you hear what I'm saying. <laughs> She's like, Yeah hearing you say that makes this so much harder, but I am leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And we got to mention Matt has a problem with touching these girls even after they're like officially leaving the show. Oh yeah. Like with kit after that happened, he walked her out in a full hug from behind wrapped around with both hands on her stomach. Yeah. Like she's leaving dude. She's breaking up with you. Well, and it's funny. Like he, like if there was no sound, it would look like they were going on a date. They were going out on a date. Yeah. Not, not she's breaking, breaking up. up with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was with, I think it was with Abigail when, when uh, he told her that he was going to walk her out, his hand was still on her leg. Yeah. Like as he's breaking up with her, he's still like caressing her thigh, mm-hmm. which is a very like sensual romantic move totally and maybe i don't i don't want to put that on i was going to say almost like maybe manipulative a little bit like to like change their frame of mind through the conversation i don't think so i think that he is and and i want to be clear you were taking it back yeah i was taking as you were saying it um but i i think that he's just a little i think he's a sweet moron yeah just a little clueless yeah there he yeah there was definitely some things that haven't stepped into where I was like, huh? But um, I, I I think I'm good with the final four as it sits right now. That's not the final four I would have chose. Sure. Me too. Uh, but I think he finally got rid of the last like toxic personality with um, Serena C with Serena C. But actually Piper was really yeah. kind of like showing some some negative sides to her. Did you hear, um, we jumped into the episode a few minutes late. Uh, and so we were just sort of getting settled when the whole, um, Heather thing was going down. But while Heather was talking, she was saying like, yeah, you know, this is what happened. And did you hear Piper like under her breath, but we pick it up completely on the mic, like saying multiple times through her talking saying like, okay, just leave now. Yeah, or like, well, you ruined my day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like totally. The girls were so mean to her. Very mean. I was surprised, but it's all the girls that are not in the final four. I don't think any of the final four girls were the ones that said anything. It was Kit, it was Serena C. Yeah. It was Piper. Piper. Um Yesenia. Yesenia, yeah. Like it was all those the four girls that got eliminated tonight. So. Yeah. That's true. I, I think that's accurate. Uh, the whole time, though, I just kept thinking, like, see if Katie were still here. This wouldn't have. She would have ended that. She would not let this happen. But we still get the uh, the hopes of maybe her being the Bachelorette. That's true. 
tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, we heard the rumor. Uh, I think we vaguely mentioned it last week uh, from uh, Bachelor Steve. Is it what's that? Reality, reality, Steve. Steve. Um, see, that's how caught up I am in the uh, <laughs> yeah this podcast that we're doing. I don't even know the 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 big movers. Um, he had tweeted out that uh, Rachel or not Rachel that Katie was going to be the next Bachelorette. Mm, I'm so, excited for that. I don't know if he's ever wrong about that kind of stuff. I think he is uh, because he he clearly has inside information. Yeah. How how real do you think reality Steve is? Do you think it's legitimately some kind of person who's in that's um, doing leaks against the will of the bachelor? Yeah, I do. Versus like the bachelor kind of like feeds him what they want him to kind of let out no i think that he because uh, i think he started out that it was like multiple reality shows and then he became like that he was finding information on i think he's just very well connected Mm. with um people who work in this industry Mm -hmm. um because it's not a it's not a very big circle Mm. you know i mean like there are plenty of of people that work in television um and in reality television like these are big crews but that also kind of lends to it where it's like these are really big crews and lots of people have information that where they don't really have high up jobs Mm -hmm. and they work for a lot of different shows um and so you know yeah it's only small amounts of information so maybe he gets small amounts of information from a lot of people and then gathers that together to make the predictions which is why he's wrong sometimes right exactly where he's wrong sometimes but most of the time he's on the right track Hmm. yeah um but yeah it's a little little tidbit about the the television industry it's almost entirely freelance interesting like None of these people work for ABC, like that are putting on payroll. Together, yeah, yeah, they're all freelancers. Is it cheaper that way? Yeah, it's cheaper, um, and it's easier if you don't like somebody to just can them, can them, like because you just don't work with them on your next thing. Like if you find out uh, your cameraman is feeding information to Reality Steve, right? You can easily just like it's not like a conversation that just ha- that has to happen. It's just like, oh yeah, I'm never asking you back to work. And isn't there like a picture of Reality Steve? Like we know who he is, and yeah. we know what he looks like and everything, right? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but uh, and I think too, uh, you know, it's obviously become a lot more popular these days mm-hmm. like a culture of leaking is like yeah fun and exciting um yeah i don't remember that ever really happening when we were kids no not really not really i mean it, it just wasn't uh people didn't well the internet wasn't what it is the internet wasn't what it was but i also think that people's curiosity was just less back then mm. like you know when we were kids it was sort of like well we'll find out when we find out um, and there wasn't like an insatiable curiosity surrounding, especially surrounding things like entertainment mm-hmm. because like entertainment wasn't a big part of our lives. It was just, you know, this thing that we did as a family mm-hmm. for an hour or two every night, not like I consume a ton of content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there just wasn't that, there wasn't that like, um, importance placed on all of 
entertainment that there is now. Yeah, I think that's always been kind of a little bit of a struggle for me, like at least with. So I, I love the Marvel universe that sure. MCU. Um, and so whenever there was mo- new movies coming out, I was always like Googling like, Hey, what are potential plot points? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you always come across some, some spoilers here and there. But, oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah. There's something about like, Oh, the information's out there. I can just go get it. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that with that, there are a lot more people that feel the thrill of being the leak, being the source. Mm, Like feeding the information to others. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's exciting for me to be the one to like tell this reporter or in this case, this Twitter uh, personality. (laughs) I don't know what you would call him. It's exciting to be like, the well, source according to abc's the bachelor it's persona non grata <laughs> <laughs> that was nice well done but uh but yeah so let's jump back into this episode because <laughs> yeah, we, we took a little bit of a tail little detour little rabbit trail i think that's what you're trying to say nope, just a little tail <laughs> took a little, a little, tail. A little wi- wiggly waggly tail <laughs> <laughs> it uh it just reminded me of they just announced uh Sonic the Hedgehog 2. There's no way that was successful enough to warrant a apparently, sequel. Apparently. Uh, but it's going to be about tails because there's a little like tails at the at the back of the two. Oh, the character the tails. character tails, yeah. which is like his like sidekick. It's his sidekick, yeah. yeah. Slash, I think, maybe his girlfriend. No, it's a boy, I'm pretty sure. It's like a fox. Yeah, but I thought tails was a girl. I don't think so. Oh. Maybe that's another thing, Francis. Francis, are you into uh, old 90s Sega Genesis games? Man, we're we're making Francis work. Yeah, she's really having to work for uh, the the segment we were for the shout out. Work for the shout out. Uh, But anyway, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Katie's conversation on the group date with Matt. I'm sorry, not Katie. I have Katie on the brain. Kit's conversation. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, because a very good conversation. Because Katie, I thought about it because Katie tweeted about it. And she was like, what, really? Like, uh, <laughs> So she basically, I felt like she was like asking to be sent home. I thought so, too. She, I mean, I give her this. Like, she laid out how she felt about everything. Um, she, but she said, hey, like, I'm not ready for marriage yet, but I'm, I still want to travel the world. I still want to, she talked about college. college. Yeah. Graduate college. Um, and I just have all these things I want to do in my life that are non-negotiables for me. Like I'm not changing. And I want a cheerleader. Yep. And then, uh, and then she, which, and and then I thought this was funny too. She said like, you know, I'm gonna this. I'm a long term investment. Like I'm, I'm gonna be a, a late, uh, a late bloomer. Like I don't want to have kids till I'm like 25 or 26. And I'm like, that's still kind of early. No, yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> like I thought she was being generous uh-huh. with 25, 26. Like realistically, had they stuck together, Matt would have been close to 40 by the time they were probably gonna have their first kid. Yeah, probably. Especially for like Bachelor, like Jeremy brought it up a few weeks ago that it's like Jojo and her husband have been engaged for like three years. Like they're not even (laughs) married yet. Yeah. 
How old are they now? Do you know? Uh, JoJo? Yeah. I mean, I think they're late 20s, maybe early 30s now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she'll be one of the potential uh, replacements for, for Chris until they figure out what they're doing there. Yeah, I would guess so since we had her... Um, since we had her uh, fill in for him mm-hmm. uh, during Tasha's season. You would uh, be interesting because I, I didn't really like her all that much. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't feel like she did or add anything to the show. I wonder if if she would be open to it if getting like Tasha to come and be the host. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it seems too recent. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Um, I honestly, like I, I wasn't a big fan of Jojo in that role, but it might be fun to kind of rethink it a little bit and have her and her fiance oh, together, like a, a couple do. Yeah. That's actually an interesting idea Then you yeah. can kind of have like the guy talk to the guys, girl talk to the girls type exactly. of, a, of a dynamic. That's pretty cool. And, and like cross it and go vice versa. The guy yeah. talk to the girls and the girl. All yeah. you get cuts out there, tweet it and tag us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm still holding out for Wells. I feel like he's the, the natural heir to Chris mm. Harrison. I love him. I think he's so much fun. I don't know much about him. I don't follow him on any social media, so I don't have a whole lot of engagement with him outside of just knowing that he makes drinks on paradise and every once in a while, like comments on things like during competition. So I, I'm just like, okay, I just want to take you back though into, into your memory. Mm-hmm. Like the funny, like thing, the funny conversations that he would have with these people where it was like, it was like funny, but real. It was like the, he was the one who was having these conversations for us, for, for America where it's like, really, you're, you're okay with that? Like, you know, on Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, I, I just don't remember it all that much. Yeah, it's been like two years since we saw that. It's coming up on that, yeah. Yeah, so I get it. I mean, I, I'm fine with you having that opinion, but I just... <laughs> he, don't care. He's, he's neither here nor there for me. Well, I challenge you to do a little uh, do a little wells digging. I'm not See very what good I did at there? digging wells. <laughs> I'm not digging wells, all right? <laughs> Oh man. But I mean, uh, you know, I think that since we mentioned it, it deserves like, I think being said that like this week and over the last couple of weeks, uh, bachelor nation has kind of blown up, mm-hmm. uh, surrounding Chris Harrison and some comments that he made about, uh, R- Rachel, uh, who's a contestant mm-hmm. and like now in the final four Kirk and something. Kirk and doll or something like that. And uh, to Rachel Lindsay in an interview, like Who was, he and oh, she was a contestant at one point, right? She was the first Black Bachelorette. Okay, and uh, they were having a conversation about um, some racial issues that might be coming up with Rachel K, who is in the final four on Matt's season, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris uh, made some comments that were, um, you know. Uh, offensive to a lot of people in mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation, uh, and there was you know some backlash, and and it seems like I, I don't really, I don't really know. Obviously, I'm just looking on social media like the rest of us, mm-hmm. but it seems like Bachelor Nation is very split on this. But Chris Harrison will not be 
Uh, yeah, he he sent out like a public thing saying he was going to take uh, like a leave of absence for the time being. Or, yeah, uh, whatever it may be, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm relatively new to the franchise. I don't know how you would go about replacing someone who's been doing it for 25 years, just yeah. like that. Like I know, and this is a very different circumstance, but like Jeopardy is trying to like right. get a new house. Like, how do you replace an Alex Trebek? Yeah. Um. So. Good luck, ABC. Yeah, good luck. And, you know, because you're right, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen often. I think that the thing that they have going for them, if they are going to replace Chris at this time, uh, like if he won't be coming back, mm-hmm. the thing they have going for them is that Chris has been an anchor of the show, but the show isn't surrounding him. Mm. Like it's always surrounding another... Whoever the main... Bachelor is, or Bachelorette. Yeah. Here's, here's an idea and i doubt abc would go for it and i doubt these people would go for it but i'm gonna pitch it anyway all right let's hear it chip and joanna Gaines. oh i'm <laughs> i'm here for it <laughs> they it's the bachelor or bachelorette and they like part of how they're hanging out together is they're renovating each other's places <laughs> and they're helping like style each other's places and it becomes like an HGTV style bachelor show. Well, if, uh, if things go the way that they might be looking right now on social media, like it's possible that the bachelor franchise doesn't survive this. And HGTV can pick it up. HGTV can pick it up. (laughs) Although, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, Oh, they've been on network now. So they'd have to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be Magnolia. And I don't think they would pick it up. (laughs) that's <laughs> probably so, you probably don't want to pick up a show that ends like this so yeah <laughs> smart move if that happens <laughs> no judgment that's very fair but come on chip and joanna <laughs> we're just, we just we just want you to have a hgtv curb appeal style <laughs> Curb appeal. <laughs> that's, that's the name of a show, right? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think my mom has watched that before. <laughs> Reality show. All right. Like that where you guys host and you build up the interiors of their homes, but also the interiors of their hearts. Oh man. You, you just put that out on the air. You could have saved that and gotten money for that. You know that was what? gold. It's, it's worth Whenever you have something that that good, does it, humanity deserves it for free. Don't hide your gifts under a bushel basket. Nope. <laughs> Candles were lit to be set on a hill. <laughs> I just want to point out that none of this has to do with Bachelor. <laughs> That's but true. it's well, been a it's it's a fun conversation. To the, the point of the season where there's less and less to talk. Sure, about. sure. All the dramatic people have now been eliminated, and we're going into hometowns. Yeah. But I also want to point out that uh, up until very recently, you had no idea who Chip and Joanna Gaines were. Yeah, I don't remember. when. Do you remember when I learned who they were? I think it was we were in Target, and I was like, oh, the Magnolia section. You're like, what's that? And I said, oh, Chip and Joanna Gaines brand. And you're like, who are they? And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, How do you not know Chip and Joanna? Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think I've seen any of their shows. Oh, you're missing out, my friend. But uh, I've seen their picture in Target. Yes, you have. And are are they the ones, or maybe this was a, one of the Bachelor people who like did the designs on like the homes, and they always put like their initials there. That was JoJo and her husband. Oh, that was her, JoJo, her fiance. Got yeah, it. that was JoJo. Well, then 
I take back what I said about JoJo. They're my second option. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've seen them in that, and I, they were yep. fine. Yep. They were good. They were okay. JoJo, hear me out. Same <laughs> idea with Chip and Joanna, but it's JoJo and Fiance show. <laughs> fiance, we all remember his name. I don't know his name, so he's going down as JoJo and Fiance. <laughs> I love it. Let's let's print it. And fiance sounds like a last name. Jojo and fiance. Oh, like and fiance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's her last name. Maybe she's French. <laughs> Jojo and fiance. Jojo and fiance. <laughs> oh, man. Well, how are you feeling about... Uh, so, obviously, we predicted uh, that uh, we we predicted at least three quarters of these women. Mm-hmm. It was hard to predict Michelle cause she wasn't around yet. Right. So how are you feeling about Michelle since, you know, obviously we didn't have her in our original. Yeah. I really like Michelle. She's actually probably my favorite. Yeah. Out of the four. Um, she seems really cool. She's down to earth. She's the one that's the school teacher, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I loved their one-on-one date. Um, and so she she just seems like a, a cool person. I would be friends with her. So I, I, I'm hoping that she goes far, if not becomes the winner. I'm doubtful she becomes the winner because of all this stuff with Rachel and how much Chris defended her makes me think that she won the show and he was trying to defend that for the, the sake the victory, of the show. Yeah, the franchise. Um, so I'm calling it right now. I think it's Rachel uh, that, that wins it just based off of all the circumstances that happened, but... I yeah. think I'm in lockstep with you. I think that my prediction is that Rachel wins, but my favorite is Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like their one-on-one, they connected on such a deeper level of all of the women that he has left. Totally. Uh, and yeah, I haven't felt any depth with Rachel. No. And I, or, we've seen like maybe 22 seconds of Brie on air. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. I told you at the beginning of the episode, there was no way that she was in the final four mm-hmm. because we had seen nothing of her since. Well, she did get a one. solo date at some point. Yeah. But I don't, I guess I don't it. remember that at all. I don't remember it. Maybe it didn't air. <sighs> no, it did. Cause I remember talking about it with Jeremy. And so it was one of the episodes that Jeremy was on. Wow. I can't believe that I remember so little about someone who made such a good impression on me night one. Yeah. I don't know, but I, it, that's the problem is it. I feel like I don't know who she is at all. I don't remember her story. I don't know. I don't, I can't recall any conversations between her and Matt to, to the top of my head and maybe they're there and maybe Tyler and I are both oblivious yeah, maybe it's face blindness because, like, I even mentioned to you in the rose ceremony at the very beginning when he called her, I was like, I honestly forgot that's what she looked like. Like, if if you told me to picture Brie, if 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 I had to like talk to a, a sketch artist to sketch Brie, yeah, like she just robbed a place. Yeah, I would have convicted of the wrong person. <laughs> like, like I did not remember her at all. Well, it's funny is that we're now asking Matt to propose to someone who he's known that long. Right. <laughs> Where we're struggling to remember what this person looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone any of their story or anything like that. 
So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still rooting for her, but I don't get it. Um, and I think that's probably more of an editor's fault than it is, you know? Yeah. I would guess they've had decent interaction because she keeps getting roses. Mm -hmm. But then again, Abigail kept getting roses and we learned that they really hadn't connected since night one. Right. So, right. So who's to say what's going on? Whatever that one-on-one was that we don't remember (laughs) could have been enough to take her to hometowns. It uh, clearly was clearly was. I don't don't feel like there's been anything significant and maybe we've lost her in the midst of all of the drama that has happened. Right. Because she has not been a vocal person. Right. She, She with, I would say Rachel and Serena and Michelle and even Abigail a little bit and Abigail have all been the ones that are quiet just sitting there and most of the other girls have been engaging with it so I, I guess it makes sense if you're not causing drama you're not getting airtime yeah yeah especially in the middle of the show yeah so yeah so we'll see about her um I will say too about Michelle uh I was going through this episode like trying to kind of categorize her. And I was like, yeah, I think she's probably my favorite. And then the, uh, credit sequence, I was like, oh yeah, no, Michelle's my favorite. Which one? The one with the pushups, both the pushups and the the back back cracking thing. Like it like, she's clearly like all the girls love her. They Mm -hmm. think she's hilarious. Like, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, she's my favorite. Uh, yeah, I like Michelle. She just seems down to earth. Like she's a real person that uh, she seems like that's how she would be in real life too. And so I, I'm rooting for her. Yeah. But I guess we'll find out next week with hometowns. Who, who, what do you, what do you have any predictions for next week? I was just about to ask you that. Um, I do. I think that all of the ho- hometowns are sour. You don't think he likes any of them? Or, or vice versa, like something mm. like something complicated happens with every, every single one hometown. Hmm. Like, I don't think there's going to be a single like, oh man, that was a really great experience. Who, if you had to guess right now, who gets eliminated at hometowns? Who do you think? I would say, uh, based on everything we just talked about, possibly Bree. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably the most vulnerable to me right now or, or for, yeah, for Matt. Um, I would say either Serena or Brie. I think Michelle and Rachel are the, I mean, we both already said we think Rachel's going to win. So obviously yeah. we don't think it's Rachel. I would say I probably put Michelle in the two spot. Yeah. I don't know. Serena was the first one, the only one to get two one-on-ones. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Which we didn't talk about. We have a little bit of time. Let's briefly talk about their one-on-one. Their one-on-one, yeah. Uh, so they did tantric yoga. And she the whole time was... was visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I don't know how he didn't see it. Well, and then he like pressed in on it too afterwards in their conversation. He was like surprised. 
is like, wait, you didn't you didn't like that? Yeah, I and then loved she, it. She yeah. was like, no. And then she was, and he's like, well, remember when we did this? And he like turned into the pose, and she's like, you're gonna make me do it again. <laughs> like, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, Matt, come on. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I don't know, man. I I think that he. I'm gonna re up my. Uh, one of the things I, I said last week, mm-hmm. I think he places too much. Uh, and, and and this is speaking as someone who does it as well. I think that he places way too much emphasis on how he feels. Totally. And not enough on, you know. Common sense. Yeah. Or just like. Observation. Thoughtful. Thoughtful analysis. Yeah. Like. It's it's all for him, like just how he feels about any particular person, about any particular interaction. Like it's all very emotion centered for him, mm-hmm. and maybe to his detriment, you know. Because obviously, that is not how uh, that is not how Serena rolls. Totally, I was actually kind of surprised she got a rose because of their conversation and their differences. Um, I kind of thought that Matt was going to go a different direction. So I was surprised that she got a rose, which is why I kind of felt like I could see her being the first delineation, sure. uh, just kind of coming off of that conversation of, cause this would be a huge struggle for someone who's not this way. But she said, you know, I'm not overly affectionate or touchy feely, especially in public, you know? So if you are that, like that would be a difficult relationship to try to be in. Yeah, absolutely. A- and someone who is maybe a little bit more, um, like it doesn't seem like she's as driven by her emotions as he is. Like mm-hmm. she said, I'm not quick to lust or love. Mm-hmm. So like she doesn't just pursue passion. Like yeah, she's very like, okay, like let me let me bring all this together. And didn't we see like a preview in her hometown where like one of her family or members or friends like said, like you don't seem smitten by right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like obviously like she's not feeling all those things with Matt yet at this point. Yeah. Like she's clearly enjoys him having fun with him, Mm -hmm. wants to get to know him more, but she's probably not, uh, and I would say she's probably the most real life person mm-hmm. in terms of like, yeah, like I, this is a fun ride and I'm willing to see where it goes, but I'm not like jumping into this with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if ABC would ever consider just changing the dynamic of the show to make it more conducive to real life. <laughs> like real like people, not, real yeah, love. Not like an eight week timeline to, Hey, you never met this person to now you're proposing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe set up a, like a friendship over these eight weeks and see if they want to ask them out. <laughs> that's, that's really playing it slow. That's a slow game, but I, I could see it. But I, I think it would be more interesting. I think you can kind of do like the bachelor in paradise kind of thing. Have multiple guys, multiple girls. Yeah. And still do like fun dates and lots of like friendships 
And that way, I don't think it has to even just be about romance. It can just be about building friendships. And you still have a lot of like real raw moments with that. Uh, I I think it would be interesting. Well, and the thing is, I feel like you can do that show even more interesting, but still way cheaper. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if, if it's a longer process that we're documenting, but we're condensing it into a short season... Um, like you don't have to like have this crazy villa and have them like leave their jobs for a period of time. So where you have to like supplement their income for that period of time and like have this massive crew, like it can be just like, Oh, the bachelor. And it's not people from all over the country. It's people within my zip code Mm -hmm. and we're still working normal days and we're still, you know, doing our life. And then along the way, we're capturing these these things. It could even kind of be like uh, in the vein of, um, what's it called? A uh, queer eye, sure. where they like go regionally, right? Right. It's like okay, we're getting a bunch of people from this area now. I like it. I think that could work. ABC, we've given you like five free five ideas. Five solid fire <laughs> ideas for better shows. Okay. Can you just make it happen already? There's one thing I know about The Bachelor. It's people are ready for something new. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I feel like that's true. All right. Hey, let's jump into relationship advice. Yeah, huh? Let's, let's do it. Uh, I think uh, this week, actually, I'm going to, I've chose this one and I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, do you want the just the header first, or do you want to just jump right into it? Jump right in. If you need to insert, this is what I've been doing. Jump right into it, and if you need to insert uh, ages and genders, just find a place to insert. Yeah. That. So I'm going to start with uh, those that information, and then skip like their tagline. So it's a 30 year old female. Uh, it's another throwaway, so we'll just call her. Uh, <laughs> her her name is uh, throwaway no babies. Okay. So we'll call her no babies. Uh, so she is 30. Her husband is 33. So three years difference. Not bad. They've been together for nine years. When we first started dating, I brought up the topic of kids just so we knew where the other stood. I was on the fence, but told him that if I, I did accidentally get pregnant, I would probably keep it. He, on the other hand, was very clear that he did not want kids under any circumstance. Fine, whatever. Uh, We never have any pregnancy scares and I never bring it up again. He did, though, constantly. Whenever we were around other people's children, he'd remind me he didn't want any. (laughs) So, obviously, your your friend's kids are awful. (laughs) Um, if his, if his friends or family asked about our plans to have a family, he'd tell them that if we did have children, they'd be my problem because he wouldn't be sticking around. He'd badger me about whether I'd started my period or not. And if I was even a day late, he'd tell me he would leave me if I was pregnant. It was very stressful. And honestly, it did hurt my feelings a bit that it would be that easy for him to leave. But I respected his wish for child-free life. I wish the post ended there and said, what should I do? <laughs> oh, no. Because the answer should have been leave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't love you, doesn't respect yeah. you. Yeah. He seems like immature, not a great guy. Yeah. But it continues. Oh, boy. 
After a year of this, I was too scared to even think about having children with him in case I end up a single mother. When he'd make comments, I'd reply that I didn't want kids and that if I got pregnant, I'd have an abortion. This made him stop, and the relationship actually improved a lot. We got married the year after, and we've been happy ever since. But recently, he started bringing up kids again, not antagonistically, but gently mentioning things like hypothetical baby names or rubbing my stomach and asking if he thinks I could be pregnant. It's weird. I don't know how to respond, and while I'm open to having children, this felt like some sort of trick that if I responded positively, he'd tell me he was divorcing me. (laughs) So I said nothing. This went on for a couple of months until he straight up said he wanted to start trying to have kids. I was confused, and I reminded him how uh, vehemently against it he was before, and I told him that the things he said made getting pregnant with him very scary for for me uh that i was afraid that he'd still leave me even if he says he wants it now he's been extremely apologetic that he made me feel that way that at the time he was young and stupid and his friends had uh made him paranoid and that i was going to try and quote unquote baby trap him he says that even at the time he didn't really mean it that he would have stayed with me and made it work um He says that it was a long time ago and acknowledges that it was nasty and manipulative thing to do. I told him that while a part of me wanted, uh, wanted kids, I didn't know if I'd be able to enjoy being pregnant because the things he'd said would always be in the back of my mind. He said he understood and that he would do whatever it takes to prove his commitment to me, but I can tell his feelings are hurt. I don't know what to do now. I'm simultaneously afraid he'll leave me if I do get pregnant, but also afraid of he'll leave me if I don't help man uh all right well first blush that first half (laughs) was very jarringly different from that second half you you definitely uh showed us a lot of the red flags you definitely saw (laughs) but i i i don't want to like uh i don't want to defend this guy too much but it does sound like he has like it was a maturity thing totally um and that he has not only like come around on that issue a little bit but like you know is owning that he was manipulative and nasty to you um and is apologetic so I, those are the only things I can give him. Mm-hmm. That's like it. That's all I can give him. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're welcome. No baby husband. <laughs> like he's polite now, you know, like that's yeah. like the, that's the, the best thing I can give him. But um, yeah, I would say that you guys, I, I mean, we, I feel like we say this every other time on relationship advice, but Get counseling, get counseling, <laughs> get counseling <laughs> yesterday. Um, because it is, in my opinion, not only understandable, but natural and even normal for you to have the fear response that you have because of how much he doubled down on this mm-hmm. for years. And so it makes perfect sense why you are afraid of his inconsistency yeah i would even add maybe get counseling by yourself and then also couples counseling 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think that she could benefit from it. I think he's the one who really needs therapy. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking just in her current. I don't think. I don't think she needs an ongoing thing. Sure. I think he probably he needs does. more. Yeah, he does. I think she needs something just in this interim. Obviously, she's reaching out for help through Reddit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. No, yeah. She needs to. She needs a couple of counseling appointments. They need couples counseling. He needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Like he needs a solid two, three years of weekly therapy to work through whatever mess is going on in him that would cause someone to say those kinds of things to another human being. <laughs> um, to say to someone it like that you love and are getting married to or married to, if you get pregnant, I'm leaving. And to say those things to his own family, like, mm-hmm. oh, if we get pregnant, it's her problem because I'm out. Like, that's, that is, I mean, it's not nasty. It's cruel. Totally. Very manipulative. I'll, I'll also add this. Uh, while I think uh, it, it's it's not great for us to dwell on the past. So you've already mm-hmm. made this decision. You're already married to the guy. We can't go back and make you not do that. So sure. Well, we won't dwell on that. I will say this. I doubt having a kid right now would solve any problems. It's only going to make it worse. Yeah. It's going to um, potentially uh, put a lot of stress, most likely put a lot of stress in both of your guys' lives. And so I would say definitely hold off until you guys are in a better place uh, to, to both uh, individually and collectively. And then I think... Um, I would I would really try to get in his counseling or maybe in your in your uh, together uh, group counseling. Try to figure out how solid he is and if he's going to flip back to not wanting kids again. Like he he was very much on this one side and now he's flipped to really wanting them. And so your I know that your fear is very legitimate. Like you don't know if it's going to switch again. And I will say, I I think that that's the case. I I will say, maybe I'll give him one more thing. It doesn't, to me, sound like uh, all of of his comments along the way and his position along the way was from a place of, I think it was very cruel, but I don't think it was from a, it doesn't sound like it was from a place of of maliciousness. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the classic case of hurt people, hurt people, yeah. uh, immaturity. Yeah. And probably some, some real baggage. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that could be. Um, but it sounds like he's got, he's got some serious baggage. Uh, and, it, and you know, he blamed it on friends and I think that that has an influence even more so in our early twenties, maybe not our late twenties. Um, or early thirties, maybe in his case. Um, but you know, there, there is some, you know, you hear some horror stories and you get in your head that that could happen to you kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I think that I, I don't, I don't want to cast stones and say for sure he's a bad guy. There's enough doubt for me to say that maybe, He's a good guy that uh, has some serious issues that he needs to work through. Um, 
but I would say that you guys are in a unhealthy place in your relationship together and, and have been and have been. Yeah. It started on a bad foundation. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to take some work to shore that up. And, you know, I think that you and he might have some hard conversations and, and it honestly may come to a place where like the damage is done and now kids are just never going to be an option. It's possible. You know, I don't want to, I'm not wishing that on you. If you want kids, I, I want you, <laughs> I wish kids for you. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's very possible that he needs to own the fact that not only what he did was manipulative and malicious, uh, again, I, I don't want, I don't want to put it on him that it was malicious. I don't know the guy. I don't know you, <laughs> but, uh, it was certainly manipulative. It was certainly cruel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he may need to own the fact that like it, he made his bed and, and now he gets to sleep in it. Yeah. I, I think no matter what I would lean into seeking professional help Yeah, for both of you um, and wait on having kids until you've at least gone through that process. Yeah, 100%. Because that's only going to just add more things. And I would hate for you to get out of that process and realize that actually you probably don't want to have kids, but you already did it. Right, <laughs> right. And let's be honest, pregnancy is stressful enough on its own. Yep. You don't need the added stress of what you're talking about, of like living in fear of maybe he'll change his mind or maybe it was a trap of some kind. Yep. Um, and so you, <laughs> that's not healthy for you. That's not healthy for a, a future baby, a potential baby. Uh, so it... It's definitely, you don't want to do anything in this department until you guys are on the same page. Um, You're able to uh, recognize what each other did, forgive each other. If there's on whatever side, I'm not saying that she did anything wrong, but like, you know, forgiveness has to be there is Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Forgiveness has to be there. And healing has to be there mm-hmm. if you're going to move forward. But yeah, that's relationship advice. That's, that's it for the day. And one of these days, I'm actually going to record your little jingle. Relationship advice. Bow! <laughs> <laughs> I love it every time. Is that what I normally do? I don't remember what I normally do. I think that was, I think you nailed it. Okay, cool. I mean, I think you added the bow last time. <laughs> the little blues clues. The little blues clues bow. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to, uh, ro- to Rotten Potatoes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to, uh, that's our other podcast. So this is a good time to plug that. If you love movies and you want to uh, listen to four dudes talk about movies that you absolutely should have seen already, check us out on all of the areas that you get this podcast. 
because <laughs> we're there as well. It's called Rotten Potatoes. But that's it for this week on Bachelor Pad Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love all you geckos out there. If you would like a shout out or uh, have something you want to add and uh, we can read it on air, send us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com or you can tweet at us or DM us uh, at batchpadpodcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. But until then, have a great week.